0: Welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenny and that's Mr. Horsley. Hey, hey and today... wait, dude, dude, This, this wait. isn't
1: Spoiler Country, man. It's ain't what? Spoiler Country. No, no, no. We're, we're on Misery Point Radio today, man.
0: Dude, the colors of these walls are different.
1: They are. They're not our colors.
0: Yeah. And the ball sack in the sky is hanging real low. And it's kind of furry, but, you know, whatever. Well, welcome back to Misery Point Radio. ha <laughs> ha.
2: back, nerds! Thanks for joining me again on Misery Point Radio. I don't know about you, but I for one am enjoying the little bit of extra time I've been given in the day to bring you even more content. To bring you the mind-numbing entertainment that you crave to get through your dreary lives and to brighten what's left of your final days on this earth with even bigger piles of awesomeness. No need to thank me, it's what I do, for free. So, Feel free to send me your contaminated money and I'll put it to good use. I promise. Anywho, today's show is kind of a special one for me. Today's guests, Kenrick Regan and John Horsley, have been with me since I started this insane journey into podcasting internet radio. Since the very beginning, since day one, they've been unwavering in their support for this show, as well as my previous show, On the Edge, and vice versa. I'm a huge fan of their show, Spoiler Country, which is literally... Piles of pop culture awesomeness. So much content, I can't even keep up. I just can't wrap my head around how much stuff they have. They talk about everything. Comics, movies, TV, games, you name it. A veritable cornucopia of nerdtastic nourishment with super badass guests. And they're also just really good friends. And Sometimes you just need to bullshit with your friends and have a random conversation. Go off on tangents and just catch up on life. And that's what today's episode is really all about. This is more of a casual conversation than an interview, but trust me, there's plenty of stuff you'll learn about what's going on with Spoiler Country, as well as their other projects, and the creation of the all-encompassing Spoilerverse. It's killer, I promise. So put down that copy of Radioactive Man number one, pull up your underoos, and get on board that great space coaster for a nonsensical journey through Randomland. Check this out. Here we go. Johnny Kenrick, welcome back to the show, guys. Hey. Yeah, thanks for having us back,
1: man. This is awesome. Yeah, took me long enough, right? It it really did. I mean, it's been... Well, it's a two-way road. (laughs) Well, don't say that. It's it's all his fault, not ours. Yeah.
2: (laughs) We're the good ones here. We're the guests.
0: I I haven't heard Mike's sexy, sexy voice since Hector was a pup. My, (laughs) My
2: dulcet tones. Yeah, it's uh, it is crazy. So we were kind of talking off the air that you know we all kind of started around the same time. Uh, it's been r- I know, r- it's so roughly three years ago, and it's it's crazy to see kind of what you guys have done. And then obviously I'm running a different show now. Um, but yeah. it's it's been it's been a pretty crazy journey. And you know we were talking about how when we all first got kind of started doing this. Everybody was so gung ho and there was just so many groups out there and everybody was super engaging and excited and then all of a sudden you just see people start drifting away. This guy is dropping, dropping off. off the planet, yeah, yeah. This guy is going off into fucking left field, off the deep end. So yeah. it's uh it's pretty crazy. So we're still going strong. Yeah, no, you guys are killing it, and there's a lot of cool stuff that, that you guys have been working on. But I guess I wanted to ask you, uh, first and foremost, with all the crazy stuff uh, going on in the world with COVID and everything like that. What are you guys personally doing um, at home? I mean, you guys both work from home, I, I'm pretty sure, but what else are you occupying yep. your time with?
0: Uh, well, work, like you said, a lot of interviews. I don't know how many, I feel like we're doing an interview almost every day. Yeah. you know, Pretty
1: much every day, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then just, you know, John and I talk every day whether we're doing something on the podcast or not. Uh, But we talk every day, regardless about the part podcast, even though I just said that, but it does, it happens. And we're just, we have so many plans, not just for the podcast itself, uh, but also for the network and quote unquote network. We don't like calling it a network. I think that sounds too stuffy, you know, because we like to have more fun with it. It's a collective. But it's a collective. Yeah, that sounds even worse. Yeah, we're all like a bunch that of fucking podcast boards, right? <laughs> right. We are the collective. But yeah, we, Come join we, we have a
1: verse. lot of... What's that? I said we are the collective. Come join this Swallowverse. Yeah. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> resistance is futile. So, you know, it's right. it's, it's true. I mean, you guys started out really, spoiler country, as more or less almost exclusively comic books or comic related or that kind of industry related. And over the course of the last couple of years, we've really seen your show grow into more than just comics. I mean, we've talked, you know, video games, movie industry, people, TV people, it's really just grown so many appendages like a big Cthulhu, um, that yeah. <laughs> uh, ironically, right? So nice. you see what I did there? Yeah. Um, I love it. <laughs> tell everybody what the Cthulhu reference
1: is. So uh, we, we've actually been using that that tagline since like pretty much day one. And what is that tagline? Like, between, the tagline is, go ahead, Kenrick.
0: In oceans of podcasts, we, we are, are Cthulhu. Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we came up with that together. We worked on yeah. it. And I was like, I really like Cthulhu. And, and I was reading a bunch of books that had Cthulhu mythos strung in you know and i'm a big hellboy fan and a big sam slim fan and, and i like hp lovecraft you know even though he's a massive racist which is kind of weird to learn about
2: him yeah
0: but at the same time he, his his work is so drastic and everything and and johnny and i were just kind of flinging things back and forth and and i really can't remember who even said what part <clears throat> first you know
1: well, it started and off with the in a world yeah in a world thing and it became
0: yeah yeah and it, it just flowed. kept it just kept morphing and then we're like, I think we've used it since day one, haven't we?
1: Damn near, yeah, damn near.
0: Yeah, and we just, we just now started really using it all the time. <laughs> like we wanted to make little baby Cthulhu's stuffed animals with little Spoiler Country T-shirts on them. Yeah, you know, and we just, we just haven't, we just
2: haven't gotten there yet.
1: Yeah, we were talking with uh Roberto we Hoyos from Throwaway about making those too.
2: Oh, we did, we did. I think yeah, you know, merch. But- you guys need some more merch. We I
0: don't mean, have some merch. Yeah, we have we have a merch. A merch. <laughs> we have a T-shirt. And, yeah, and I'm the only one that's bought in one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we don't promote it. Like we have so many ideas for cool shirts and cool ideas. It just we just haven't done it. I mean, because a lot yeah. of it, a lot of like the graphic design and like that aspect of stuff is is me. Right? Is is I do all of that stuff, and I just I, I, I I've never been a, a person to focus on the merch side. If you I was doing my webcomic stuff or my. Um, band stuff. I never focus on the merch. I always just focus on the creation of it, which is just backwards ass way of trying to make money off of something. But I just never did. And Kenrick has all these ideas like, Hey, this, this would be a cool t-shirt. Like the one t-shirt we sold that Kenrick has is an <laughs> idea he had that I threw together real quick. And then he went and bought it off of T And really I, have I wear the, it all the time. Yeah. I, you weren't, you weren't, you were yesterday. I have the <laughs> ideas. It right <laughs> I, I have the ideas like put onto the graphics made to upload to the shirts. I just have to like, go log in and do it. And it's, I will self admit that I am really bad. It's literally
0: five minutes of work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it, and something that takes in twenty hours, he jumps all in. Something that takes in five minutes, oh, I don't want to do it right now. You can do so it on true. your phone. <laughs> so true.
2: Uh, I understand too because you know it, it's it's really it's really easy to get distracted. On I, I call it the uh, ooh a piece of candy syndrome. Like you're in the middle of something and then you get this idea, you're like ooh a piece of candy and you fucking go off in that direction and then you start that yep. and then you're like ah fuck it I just I just completely lost the zone that I was in. I've got so many projects that have been dropped. I've probably got a half a dozen episodes like halfway recorded that I just never finished. Um, You know, (laughs) and just, just gave up on them in the middle of ideas or, you know, whatever. We
0: have a whole, we have a whole series that we had planned out for the CW Arrowverse. And this was like, (laughs) we, we have one episode. We have the one episode we recorded around Arrow was recorded like two years ago, and we've never gone back to it. We didn't do any of the other shows because we were going to do Supergirl, Flash, and you know what I mean, and do it like in a week, release episodes about each show. But we only have the one from Arrow. Now it's like two years old. And Johnny's like, well, let's just cut in and talk about (laughs) things that happened. I'm like, oh, my God, it seems like so much work. You know, that could be (laughs)
2: like, that could be a, a Patreon content, like check out all this unreleased shit we have.
1: Uh, Patreon, we're so we're so terrible about Patreon. Like, yeah, we have we it. We stopped there, promoting but, it. <laughs> fuck, man, it's it's so hard to remember to go do it because, like, I, I don't know. It, it, I really wish we had someone who just managed all that shit for us. I mean, we've got a lot of people working with us now in the spoilerverse, but like the part of like oh. Patreon and merchandise, I'm like, just I want somebody else to handle all that shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: no, yeah, it's tough because right now we're lucky. Like, we're I don't lucky. know what happened, Mike. It's like we were just <clears throat> trolling along. We started getting really serious again well we were always serious about it but we had that little bit of a lull for a couple months last year and then we came out of it like refreshed and like ready just to kill it you know what i mean yeah and we just started working really hard on it and we just started making some inroads and all of a sudden you know i felt really good about it so i i wrote out a post on facebook and all of a sudden we got and i had never shared my podcast on my personal page yeah cause I just didn't want to do that. I didn't, fe- I felt like it would be like, I used to get excited. We're like, Oh, we got new, we got new people following us. Oh, it's a friend of Johnny's, you know? <laughs> and it just felt like, not that I didn't appreciate it. Not that I, you know, not that they don't interact or anything like that. It's just, it doesn't feel as authentic, you know? Yeah. It feels, we- you know what I mean? I want to earn it. I want people to f- discover us and then go, Oh, these guys really love what they're doing and and they're having a good time. And, and I love, you know, and I love the content and, 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 I just want it to be that way, you know, just a weirdo about it. And, and I just kind of felt like we're, we're there, we're getting there in a lot of ways and we're having these huge days with numbers and it just felt really good. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put this out there because I feel really good about it. And I did. And then literally the next day, uh, Jeff, like cued me or cued me. Q is (laughs) it? I am me on, yeah. On Facebook. And he said, "Hey man, I I have actually I actually have a lot of contacts in the comic book world. I'd love to get you guys some interviews."
2: Yeah, so uh and, we're talking about Jeff Haas who more yeah. or less has been pretty fucking crucial in that element and I I can I can look back and go, and go see your episodes before Jeff came along and then after Jeff came along and we're really talking about Kind of what we were talking about just a second ago, which is how many episodes you guys record, how many you have in the hopper, and you're just getting lined up with super badass people to talk to yep. on a daily basis at this point.
0: Yeah, I got Jeff a an account. See, Jeff is really good at being, um, I don't want to rel- say the word annoying. He's relentless. He, yeah, he's relentless. That's a perfect word for it. He's He's got a lot of commitment. And so once he starts get somebody, the PR people have to literally tell him no, you know, because he won't stop until he gets some kind of answer out of them.
1: Uh, a hooked yes or up. no, yeah,
0: yeah. And then I hooked him up, and then I paid for a, well, um, I should say Johnny and I paid for a IMDb Pro account. So now he gets access to all the publicists and managers of all these different
2: people. Ah, uh, that's the secret sauce.
0: Yeah. So he goes in there and he starts just going off and just you know emails everybody doesn't care who do you want okay i'm gonna go for him yeah you know and how many how many shows so today is april 17th 2020 how many shows we have ready to go and what's the last date right now johnny
1: oh god so i did i did math on it yesterday we have scheduled out four episodes a week um, plus some on the weekends coming up. But we have shows scheduled out to June 18th at four a week with some extras <laughs> on the weekend. And there's still four more that have been recorded since I did that math the other day that needed That's to be put ridiculous. into that. Plus, we've got two more record being recorded tomorrow, one on Sunday, and then I think seven more being recorded next week.
0: Yeah, we literally have to tell people when they want to come on, mm-hmm. like, okay, well, your episode's not going to come out for two months, you know, I'm, because we have all this. I am too
2: retarded to even fathom those numbers. That's <laughs> that's just absolutely crazy. So, But obviously, people do it. They want to come on. Your content is awesome. Like I said, we've branched out into several different areas of expertise now. Um, let's talk yep. about, let's just throw out who, a few of the guests that you've had on recently. I know uh, Emily Swallows came on, the, yep. the Mandalorian armor. Yeah, that was a really cool episode. Who else have you had on recently?
0: We had John Wesley Ship just came on who was the OG flash from 1990. And and of course he's playing Henry Allen and Jason uh, Jay Garrick in the new flash. Yeah. Uh, he was amazing. I mean, we, that one, I, th- I feel like, I feel yeah. like that was our best interview we've done yet.
1: I agree. I think that is overall our, our best quality interview we've done. Meaning, it was, it was, yeah.
2: meaning as far as it just was a good conversation or the line of questions was good or the guest was super Both. engaging. All of it, all three, all
0: of it, all three, all of it. All Everything just fell together. Uh, You know, I, so when I started doing the interviews, I, um, I'm a chatterbox, as you both know, you know, I can, I can talk forever. What? What? So at the beginning, when Johnny and I started the, the, the podcast, we just did a lot of stuff between him and I, right. And we came up with, you know, topics, ideas and tangents. you know? Yeah. And then once we started getting some interviews I kind of got the bug when we did Mike Grell, which is our third episode, which was crazy. And I got to sit down with them. And, and Johnny's like, no, no, no. You do the interview. I'll record. Don't even worry about it. Because we only had enough room for one person to sit down with them.
2: Yeah. That was at Comic-Con, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it wasn't a great interview because the sound was bad. We we're in the middle of this, the floor, you know, all that kind of sure. stuff. But we had a good time. And it's it's fucking Mike Grell.
1: It's not bad so, for like our, our second week of podcasting. All right.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, well, to be fair, I kind of had a secret sauce in my pocket because- because Johnny had been doing podcasting since two thousand nine with Y2CL radio. Right. Yeah. So it, it's not like he was coming in fresh or, you know. It's not, not it's anything. not like
2: you guys were going in dry.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <Hey-o>. <laughs> but at the nice beginning, I would always just kind of wing it with the guests. You know? Like I know I can talk to just about anybody, so I'm just gonna start talking and we'll find common ground and we'll we'll and it worked for yep. the most part. And editing is a magical thing because you wouldn't hear the pauses and the, you know, that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Once we got, once Jeff came on and Casey came on and we started to have a lot more interviews and we've become more interview centric than we have uh, topic centric, you know, topical. I said, you know, I got to up this, you know, I can't sit here and wing it with people. And then be taken seriously and then get the kind of guests that we're hoping to get, you know, and I don't know, sometime last year, I just said, you know what? I'm going to really, really dig in. And then I'm just going to start really doing a lot of research on these people and spend hours, not, not 20 minutes before the, the episode or before the interview, but hours, you know, and, and, and find things and find nuggets that they're not going to be used to hearing or asking about going through you know, hours of interviews, if I can find them, you know, as much as I can, and I'll listen to the interviews and I'll skip around interviews as well, finding interesting topics and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, like with John Wesley ship, I listened to like 45 different interviews and then went through all of, you know, and then read Wikipedia and then went and then read a bunch of other random websites that I had things about. And I just found some nuggets of stuff. And the one thing that I found was all the interviews are always asking about flash, which is great. Right. That's what gets him the interviews, what people want to know about a lot of times. But when you go to YouTube and you put his name in and you see 100 interviews all around the flash, well, how much information are you going to get from
2: that? Yeah. Well, what, what's what's uh, out there that hasn't already been put out there and what could you possibly right. add new to that serial?
0: Exactly. So and then I and then I found a, a little thing and he, and he random he just happened to mention on a random interview that his house got shot at when he was a teenager. And then I was like, oh, that piqued my interest. So then I started putting his name in and finding things about that particular stuff. Mm -hmm. And so when he came on, that's the, you know, that's just about the first thing I asked him. And he was so like open to talk about it because no one ever asked him about it, even though he's opened it before. And the interviewers are so, I don't want, they're not, they're not inept, right? They're, They're just so focused on what they like. Yeah.
2: Well, you got you got a limited focused- window of time and you know that people yep. are expecting to hear at least some little fucking nugget of something that they're familiar with. Right.
0: Yeah. So I started with that and he just really opened up. And, and he made my whole day because at the end of the interview, he said, wow, you really know what you're doing. Uh, I, I've never expected questions mm-hmm. like that. And when you asked me about church in wake forest, you just opened me completely up. And then I just couldn't stop talking. Yeah. And I was like, that's exactly what I wanted. It's awesome yeah, that it you mentioned really, that.
2: It's really good because that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of my formula. I mean, I, I take a long time between episodes because I do spend a lot of time doing, you know, research and homework and yeah. as I refer to it as social media stalking and, you know, kind of really, cause you want to have a good conversation with people, and especially if they don't know you. I mean, they, they have no fucking incentive to to talk to you and be open about shit. I mean, they're expecting a lot of times to just kind of go through the motions. And then when you can ask them something that's maybe a little bit more personal or something that's not put out there on any large-scale basis, yeah, it's, it's definitely – It endears them to you I think a little bit more and it also just kind of makes for a really fun interesting conversation when you can surprise somebody with something and you get that holy fuck I didn't know we were going to go down that road that's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well we had the
0: same type of reaction with Osric Chow. Yeah. Yeah. And Osric Chow plays Kevin Tran on Supernatural. He was uh, he's playing uh, what's his character's name? Ryan Choi. Ryan Choi. Ryan Choi. It's going to be the new Adam and you know we had the same type of of uh, of interview with him where he was like at the end of the interview he was like, Whoa, you guys really did your research. And I, I I live for them to say that. Like you know what I mean? When they say, Wow, you really did your research and you, you know, I, I haven't been asked that or I'm so glad you ha- you asked me that, it's like that makes me feel good. Like, okay, see these guys they're they're appreciating coming on. Then they, then they don't feel like, oh why did I, you know, I'm just on this and you know, I'm just it, it's just a standard thing for them. I love when but they becomes, say
2: well, they never said it to me, but I'm sure they say it to you all the time. I'm glad that you researched that Wikipedia page. You know everything's wrong, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I rarely I only use Wikipedia for like like just foundational stuff. Like, you know, where were they born? Where you know, did they go to where they went to school maybe? Yeah. And then I'll ask them, hey, Wikipedia says this. Is this act you know, is this true?
2: First conviction was it? in nineteen seventy nine. <laughs>
0: right
1: well we've had the same we, thing with imdb recently we had Jabl- steve jablonski on who's the composer of bloodshot and transformers and stuff and on yeah. his on his imdb is him composing the music for some youtube movie about um <laughs> luigi and i was like hey i'm gonna ask you about this it's on your imdb, he, IMDb page and he was like it's probably something that, that you probably use something that he composed but he didn't actually didn't actually even work on it but but it shows up as work he's done so you know, it, so i mean funny. you gotta take the resources you get with a grain of salt and kind of you know play it by ear yep. to see what you can get from out, get out of them, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, because like when I was doing John Wesley ship, they were talking about that. He went to high school in Virginia. And then they said, then they said one said, wake forest. And once that, his dad gave the commencement sh- speech for his high school in 1969. And it was like, what? It was all over the place.
2: Yeah. What's, uh, what's going on with, uh, uh, fucking retard, Mike, what's going on with drinks and comics is that still a thing it is a thing
0: we actually just ordered new green screens oh yeah so that we yeah so that we can do things uh remotely from away from each other because there's two things <laughs> for johnny and i it seems like it's easier for us to edit audio when we're separate yeah we have more issues being in the same room than we do when we're like this.
2: Well, it's because your sexual chemistry is so strong. I imagine that yeah, it sparks. there's there's just too much well, happening for you guys to be in the same. Well, they same call place. me white chocolate and they call him double stuff. So <laughs> yeah.
0: how can you not get there? <laughs> That's all it takes, man. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <all> it takes.
2: <laughs> so tell everybody what drinks and comics is. Go for it, Johnny.
1: So drinks and comics. Yeah, okay, I'll do it. Uh, drinks and comics <laughs> <laughs> is a show that Kim and I came up with in November of 2018. It's a YouTube show. It's basically like you know. 10 minutes long or so per episode. And the whole, the whole original premise behind it was, even though it's called drinks and comics, we never thought to keep it just to comics, right? It was, we make a drink, we have a drink, we talk about the drink we make, and then we talk about a comic or a movie or a TV show or a book or, or something, or like we one of the episodes was talking about Dr. Who, you know? So we do it in a way to just one, to try new drinks and two, to incorporate something we both enjoy, which is trying new drinks. And, and that with, the pop culture stuff that we love, and we went, you know, we did one season of it. We did seven episodes, which is you know the one season, and then all the stuff Kenrick mentioned earlier about you know us both getting pulled away in different things. A uh, you know it, it's it's we it, it fell off the wayside, but we have we actually did record an episode. Here at my house a couple months ago, but the audio came out like crap, so we have to redo it. So that but we are planning to do more with that concept, or bring it back, bring it back for a season two. I was actually yeah, quite a, I was quite a fan of week, that side.
2: concept because I just thought that was really fun. And number one, it's a reason to drink, which I don't need more of. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> number two, it it kind of takes what you guys are known for with kind of the the whole pop culture thing and puts it into a different element it's not like sitting down and listening to a podcast where it's super in-depth it almost kind of reminds me like of when you guys first started and you did your episodes and it was just you two bullshitting and fighting with each other about why superman sucks (laughs) or you know (laughs) what (laughs) you know you know it's funny (laughs) you bring up that superman one that
0: episode gets brought up with us Oh, yeah,
2: it's gold. Uh, But that, that, I love, (laughs) I love what you guys are doing now. Uh, I'm a huge, obviously, you guys are good friends, but uh, that aside, your, your content is just so awesome. But I do really love listening sometimes to those old episodes. I love to go back and, and check out old shows of, of shows that I watch and the banter that you guys have when you would disagree on shit. Is fucking priceless, <laughs> and uh, so the drinks and comics doesn't quite get into that realm, but it does kind of make me nostalgic for those times when you guys are just kind of relaxing and bullshitting, and it wasn't quite as as intense and go 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 as it is now. So, yeah, drinks and comics, fucking badass. I'm glad to see that it's still a thing. Is that something we'll see again soon?
0: Yeah, it'll be shortly. I mean, it might probably be like July. Yeah. Okay. You know, we just got to get. We got to get the, the green screens are coming so that way we can have a nice digital background and we can do a virtual background now, but it doesn't quite work as well. So once we have the green screens, it'll work nice because then like I like right now I record by my studio arms clamped into my bed post <laughs> <laughs> and then I put my, my laptop and my mixer on my bed and then I just stand in front. Really? I, and then I have, I have pads up on my, bedroom walls to 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 keep the echo down which you are know, usually on this, your knees yeah i'm usually Can't on my confirm. knees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey-o. Hey-o. but uh you know hopefully i'll be purchasing a house here in june july so that'll change but for right now because i'm just kind of in a room you know i'm in transition yeah as they say sure well, that's so, uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's good. So news. that way we can do this virtual thing, and it'll be it'll be awesome. Actually, it'll actually work a lot better.
1: Yeah, yeah, because we're we're planning to do more video stuff too. Because the videos are cool. Because I mean, you can do a lot more with video as far as visual aspects, obviously. And uh, I really miss doing of Comics was so much, so much fun to do. You know, because we you know we made it that that, that time traveler drink for the Doctor Who episode that was one. It was freaking delicious. And two, I never would have tried that had it not been for that show. And uh, we have some idea, we have a bunch of ideas of how to bring that concept back and, you know, continue it. So it's that's definitely coming back. I, I would like to say that season two will season two will be happening this year at some
0: point. Yeah, we just we, we're kind of in the up in the air with should we change the title or should we leave it drinks and comics? Because we don't want to pigeonhole just comics. You know, we want to be able to do anything, but, you know, maybe it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, cause, because because drink, drinks and comics just sounds so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I suppose that we can kind of transition into the next spot that I wanted to talk about with you guys, but maybe as a segue into that, you could do something like drinks with the spoiler-verse or drinks in the spoiler-verse or, you know, something yeah, like cool. that. So, well, speaking of spoiler-verse then, you know, yeah. uh, Spoiler Country as a podcast in and of itself, as a show and all the other concepts you guys started doing, plus the fact that you've really, you know, Johnny, you've had Y2CL and and haphazard adventures and you guys each, and uh, you had Kendrick, uh, you know, bitching through life and kind of all your your personal stuff you're working on as well. It really started to grow into a whole other beast. I mean, it, it really did take on various forms. And all of a sudden, now it's not just spoiler country. You guys have created a universe that is kind of the center of all things pop culture. There's there's different podcasts on there, one of which, of course, I'm super stoked to be affiliated with you guys. Um, but, you know, lots of other stuff. So let's talk about the Spoilerverse. What is it? How was it born? Who's a part of it? And let's just dive down that rabbit hole.
0: Yeah. The Spoilerverse is a collection of Different podcasts that have all of them, you know. Except for I think you, we 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 said, hey, we want you to come on, you know, be a part of this, and you're like, yeah, of course. But a lot of everybody just kind of came to us and says, hey, we really like what you guys are doing. We love the fact that you guys have a website that you're pumping out articles. On top of that, Jay Roach came on. Uh, He was part of My Worst Holiday. Uh, He decided he didn't want to do a podcast like that anymore, so he stopped but he wanted to blog and we're like dude you can blog and you can put it on our website and we'll pump it out for you and he's a fantastic he's a writer and he is. he
2: is the cynic uh he is the perpetual yeah. cynic and <laughs> I uh i absolutely love jay i just his his tone when you listen to him talk and then you see the words that he writes you can imagine yep. his fucking voice piping into your head as you're reading it's that <laughs> yeah it's he, that well phrased he, yeah he's very much the second coming of American splendor. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, you
2: yeah. know? Yeah.
0: And he's, he's, he's a, he's a great guy and he just started pumping out articles for us. And then he started doing some reviews and all that kind of stuff along with his, his everyday life kind of stuff. And we call it the roaches den. And from that was giving us content coming out on the website every day. And then, well, who, who else came on, Johnny? You, you tell the rest of it.
1: Yeah, so Jay came on. Jay was the first one to come on, as far as working on the website. Uh, Casey uh, Allen, Casey Allen joined us pretty quick. On doing back end like podcast stuff, he would he originally started doing some like uh, setting up us us up with some Kickstarter people that he knew from the Comic Jam. Um, he did some like listening through timestamp stuff for us back in the way way beginning. Um, then he came on to actually do some interview with, with us. So really, up until like August of twenty nineteen, the quote unquote spoiler country team was essentially Kenrick myself. Jay on the website and then Casey doing some interviews and then all hell broke loose after we decided let's, let's open it up some more. And, you know, Jeff came on to do our, as public relations with us. Um, we had been talking off and on for years with uh, Deej Pinhalo from Nerdtocalypse and Robert Savinsky from Bridging the Geekdoms. Uh, let, me,
0: let me break in here real quick. Sure. N- Nerdtocalypse and Dij uh is super important to the history of Spoiler Country. It is. Because John is. reached out to them. And Deej really helped him understand how to title shows, how to look at SEO, how to do some things that allowed us to move forward. And besides just, you know, we'd get excited when we'd have five listens in a day. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like seriously. And like, we were like looking for that first one to hit 20. And then it was, you know, three or four months after we started, we still hadn't had one to hit a hundred. Yeah. We're like, who's going to hit a hundred first hundred downloads. Right. You know, and we were so excited. And Deej, uh, really coached John on how to do certain things on the back end. He was s- super instrumental.
1: It was in the early days for sure. Yeah. And then Deej and I became friends and I became friends with Robert through Deej because they all know each other. And, you know, fast forward to, you know, August of 2019 um, for various reasons. I, I don't know because I wasn't a part of it. Nerd Talk Clips had kind of like stopped posting. Uh, Bridging the Geek James had also stopped posting. They'd, they'd both been on longer than we had. They both started like about a year before us but they had like kind of ran their course as far as like the, you know, Deej and Robert and Lane on the, on the Talkalypse side and um, Colton on the Bridge of the Geekdom side, they had just kind of like life had happened and they'd, you know, pretty much stopped working on the, their podcast. And um, about probably about eight months before we really brought everybody into the spoiler first, and even the spoiler first was a thing, uh, Deej and Robert were talking about making the Nerd Talk Clips podcast network. And that was like the first time I'd ever, well, the second time we ever talked about network, because there was a time that the three of us and Kaminsky talked about doing network, we decided I we w- to do that.
2: I was going to bring that up, but yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> it, I, I would just assume that at some point that might have been like an early precursor.
1: Yeah, that was the first time we ever talked about doing a network. Was that was that meeting we had? Um, but I talked with so Deej and, and Robert had started their Talklabs network back like eight months before spoiler country or spoiler verse came a thing, and they had asked me to to come in and say hey do you want to be a part of this? And at the time I was talking to Kenny, I was like, man, I don't really want to run a network. That seems like a lot of work. This is already a ton of work. And, and you know, we're not making money off this because we just doing it for fun. And yep. I I didn't really want to be involved. in that. I told them back then I was but like, you did a show. I did a show. Yeah. I said, I said, Hey, I can do, I, I can do a half an hour one-off show of just myself talking, which is at the time I called it R3 with JH. I've since renamed it, um, to white to see our radio, taking over my old, old show name back to just me talking." Um, but I, I did it because I could record it in my car or wherever it was at, record 30 minutes of me talking about some topic. And it was whatever. And I said, hey, if you want it, I'll give it to you and you can, you can do whatever you want with it. So they said, cool. And they took it. And I was like, but I, I helped them out with like some graphic stuff and some other stuff. But then, you know, life happened and and that that fell apart or fell, you know, fell in the back burner. And then we started doing it. And one of the first things I did um, and talking to Kendrick about it when we're like, is this becoming a network? This is kind of becoming like a, a podcast centric, like having more than one podcast on the website was. I reached out to Robert and I was like, hey, you have a really good Star Wars podcast. Let's bring that Star Wars podcast over here. Let's bring your Shooting the Sith show over to the Spoilerverse. And he's S-
0: like. SCPod.net. Oh, yeah, we S- weren't even really calling it Spoilerverse Right, yet.
1: right. It was Pod. Actually, right. we weren't.
0: We weren't calling it Spoilerverse yet.
1: No, we weren't. You're That's
0: right. That's a cool story
1: too. Yeah. So I, I told him that and he was like, yeah. So basically he relaunched his show, Sh- Shooting the Sith with us. And he was the first He was the first show that wasn't one of our shows to come onto the website and SCPod. And you know he he came on like gangbusters. You know we were a little worried about what he was going to do at first. He didn't really know, but I've been you know I've been talking to him for a couple of years. Um, he came on and took over Star Wars content. He um, brought on the the podcast, and then um, Colton, his co-host from Bridging the Geekdom, was like, "Hey, I want in on this." And he came on and started doing video game content and doing press release press releases for us. And then through that, yeah, well, in, go ahead,
0: go ahead. Sorry,
1: I was like, well through that, then I I reached out to Deej. I was like, "Hey, Deej, we're doing this stuff. You you and Lane should join us too." And then. I talked to Deej for a little bit, and then um, I, I ended up calling Deej and laying on, on a on a group call and like explaining to him, "Look, we're not really doing a network. This is, but this is what we're doing. at SEA pod. We're releasing shows through us. We're having a big archive. We're using kind of all this stuff to better everybody and kind of have fun with it." And they're like, "Yeah, we're all in." So then their talk clips yeah. came into it with Deej, and then Deej brought on Deej had a uh, last year he did a, a show called A Cup of Cheer, which is a, a holiday theme show that runs every year in, in uh, th- over Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. Which is all about the holidays. He brought that into us, and then, you know, that was kind of what it was for a little while. And then I think it was Eli in our chat room who coined the spoiler verse phrase, right? I was I yep. was going to give yep.
2: Eli a shout out for that, but I specifically remember that when he brought up that you know hashtag spoiler verse, and everybody was like, "Fuck, that's it." <laughs> that was, that's it. That was pretty yeah. crazy. So it was
0: kind of funny too, because we start we. We we kind of dropped off on our social media stuff. Johnny was doing this whole thing with Twitter, trying to build up our Twitter following and trying to get you know get engaging. And then I started just posting articles, just random articles on our Facebook page, and it took off. And then and then Robert came on and he says, "I'm going to redo. I'm I'm going to take these articles and I'm going to not. He's going to rewrite articles. You know what I mean? He's going to use the sources." Of the stuff that we're finding and then resource them and, you know, write them in his own words and then put them back out. So they're coming from scpod.net that changed everything. And then Eli saying spoiler verse changed everything again. And then everything changed again. When we found castos, you simply podcasting on the WordPress site that allowed us to have people, any podcast that wants to join the spoiler verse can come in and all their cost of hosting goes away. Yeah. It literally cost them nothing.
2: That's that's a pretty enticing incentive, I think, for a lot of people because I, I think, you know, just like musicians, podcasters do this and it's definitely a grind and, you know, you, you're not really doing it for the financial reward of it. And, and in fact, you pay money for hosting, you pay money for for web services, you pay money for, for any number of things. So the fact that you guys are able to kind of bring other people on and let them drop that hosting uh, fee is is I it's yeah. it's awesome super cool. They can keep it you know I because I can understand the enticement of
0: staying on a Podbean or staying on a Libsyn and yeah you've been there a long time and all your stats are there and it can be scary to move everything. Uh, but John and I are old because I'm <laughs> I'll get hairs you know just wild hair to go and try to find something better than how we're doing it and. I tend, I think I got us on like four different platforms. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which always ends up being a ton of work for Johnny. <laughs> it's always more. It's, yeah. Cause
1: I do all the transfers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it. Every time he, he probably like swears at me every time he, he sees an IM coming in. And it says, Hey, I have an idea. Oh God. What is it now? Like,
1: what am I, what do I have to but, do now? What, what more work am yeah. I going to do tonight?
0: But everything that we've done and everything, you know, and it's not just me. It's, I mean, you know, I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea, but everything that we've done has been for the betterment of the podcast. And now it's been a betterment for the spoiler verse. And it seems to make a big difference. Yeah. And and what's cool too
1: about like, not to toot our own horn, but I'm going to toot that horn a little bit real quick, is not only like the the shows that have come on, like Nerd Talk Clips might be coming back. Bridging the Geek Dem is coming. Robert and Colton are doing it again. Colton's got a new show called Polygon Wars. He's doing like everybody's getting energized by the energy of Kendrick and I doing this, which I think is yep. fantastic. Like, even If anybody can take away from what we're doing the energy to go create stuff on their own, then I think our, it's a job well done for us. But
0: yeah, beyond 100%. just
1: beyond just having the ability to come on people, we people we've, we've chosen to bring in the spoilers with us, having you know their hosting covered by us, and it would just handle all that stuff too. You know, it, it's inadvertently they also have access to. You we know, Kendrick and I have been kind of working with everybody on the show to one shared our ideas and share our knowledge of what we've learned in the last three years, as well as, you know, I do a lot of graphics for everybody. So I help everybody with their graphics and make them look uh, a little bit better that I can. You know, I'm not going to say that I'm the best at it, but I think I do okay. And, you know, ideas on how to, how to speak better, get better speak patterns and, you know, less ums and uhs, you know, so it's like, we all work together to make everybody better. And it's just, it's become this, this great thing where it's like, man, not only am I doing this awesome podcast with Kenrick and the shows that I do with my wife, but I'm also involved in all these other great shows where I feel yep. like people actually value my opinion, which is huge.
0: Yeah. And we're here to help everybody too, like editing, understanding the different tools for editing. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, it's a simple thing of like Levelator, right? It's a free tool. It's 10 years old. They don't even make it anymore, but it still works really, really well. And if you just use it on your dialogue, not your music, just your dialogue, it's going to up all your levels and make everything sound so much better Then people can actually hear what you're saying and then on top of that you have rx by isotope Mm -hmm. so cleaning up all your you know you know all this stuff cleaning all your audio up cleaning out your clips your clicks your hums denoising your voices all that kind of fun stuff and it's just everything starts to get elevated and then once you're coming out with a really good product and your content is high level and your sound is high level then you really the sky's the limit
2: yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's funny you mentioned that. I'm a big fan of of the RX, the isotope stuff is super good. That's that's oh, yeah. what I run through. And you know, I go back and I listen to like old episodes for nostalgia's sake just to kind of see, you know, where you are, you know, where you're yeah. at now versus, you know, how you started out. It's been it's been a, a pretty crazy Epic journey for sure. But you guys just constantly blow my mind with the directions that you, you go in all the stuff that you take on, you know, uh, Johnny, just (laughs) not only do you run all the web stuff and get all the technical side of things, but you're running multiple podcasts and you guys are, you're just constantly building and building and building and building. And it just blows my fucking mind because when I, when I tell (laughs) myself that I can't get You know, uh, one one thing out a week, and then I go, you motherfuckers got four episodes coming out this week for the next seven months straight. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, it just I just just one show. I can't even yeah, Yeah, that's just one show. (laughs) Can't even wrap my head around that. It's just absolutely insane. And and then on top of that, you still have time somehow to go out and, you know, do the research on your topics and, and watch the movies and read the comics and check out the shows. Uh, I mean, I don't know what your day looks like. If you start at like three o'clock in the morning and stop at two o'clock in the morning and you get one hour of sleep. (laughs) I don't know, but that's what I envision you guys doing.
0: This is a lot of multitasking. Yeah. The only time I focus is when I'm hanging out with Ella, you know, then I focus just on her. You know, we play catch, we hang out, we, you know, we go for walks, we ride bikes, whatever it is. And, you know, eating dinner and stuff like that. And then other, then other than that, I'm either, you know, we both have our full-time day jobs. So we got to do that because that's what pays the bills because no one's getting paid right now.
1: <laughs> I wish we were though. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. As much of work as, and I think that's one of the things why we put so much into this because one, we just, I just love this, you know? I feel like I'm actually being creative and being a part of something. And now with all these people being involved, it really does make you feel like you're a part of something bigger than just yourself.
2: Well, and there's also an element of responsibility now at this point with a project that started that affects so yeah. many other people that you, I, I can imagine there's probably some added pressure with that as well, though.
0: There is for sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it seems easier with the, the pressure to me.
1: Having I work well under pressure, like if I if I have a if in, my, in my day job for my work, right, if I have like, oh, do a couple of things today and, and whatever, it, it's hard for me to do. But if it's like, oh, my God, the CEO is going to be seeing this today. And in 30 minutes, we have to get this shit done right now. I will get it done. It'll be the best thing I've ever done in my life because the pressure will just make me work incredibly better. And it's always been that way. So I in my day job at work, I overload myself with work because I know if I have too much to do, I'm going to get more done. It's going to be more efficient. It's going to come out as a better end product for, for work. So I do the same thing with my, with my creative life too. So I always make sure if it was just, I don't know, my wife always tells me that I take on too much shit and every, and Kendrick does too. But it's like, if I don't have, if I don't have something that I'm failing at in the background, I won't have things that I'm succeeding in the foreground.
2: Yeah. Well, you mentioned, you know, that you, you thrive on that pressure to get shit done. Well, if that's the case, the fuck is up with the Ions anthology? Where the hell is that motherfucker at? (laughs) <laughs> I knew. So
0: that was that was actually done. I'm going to defend Johnny on this one. He's been done. He's had the book one is done. Book one was sent to the printers, ready to go, and then COVID
2: happened. It's fucking seriously so it's done. It's it's ready.
1: Yeah, the book's done. Yeah. I can send you. A, I can send you a digital copy to read it if you want to. It's done. But first, first thing that happened is the printer that I first had went out of business and didn't tell me. So I'm sitting here working, yeah. getting all stuff, shooting them emails, and then just and nothing. Then I had to spend like three or four months trying to find a new printer that could match the cost of some way that I was already quoted. I
0: found him in the printer.
1: Yeah, and then Kendrick found me a printer, and then I get I get the book done and finalized, and I go to send it off. And they're like, "Hey, by the way, shipments are delayed forever because of this." And I'm like. So since then, I've, I just have it. I've, I, I actually I owe an update out to everybody uh, who's backed it. I'm, gonna be, I'm actually going to send out the digital copy now to everybody. Because um, it's been
0: about a year, right?
1: It's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year. But yeah, it's, it, you know, it's, it's just a lot of work putting together a book with 22 people. and it's, But it, it is done. And book two is halfway done. I just gotta, I need to get online and, and s- shoot the email out and send, send the link out to everybody to get, to get their digital copy. And then as soon as the printers open back up, it'll be off to the printer. We'll have it. And it'll be shipping out to everybody out there.
2: And for those yeah. of you that aren't familiar with the Irons Anthology, if you haven't listened to some of the episodes that I've talked about this with, it's a multi-generational horror story that encompasses a family over a huge expanse of time and Thou- space. A thousand years. Yeah. Th- a thousand years slowly digested in the pit of carcoon over a thousand years. And um, yeah, so it, it kind of gave everybody the, the quick uh, elevator pitch for the Irons Anthology.
1: So the Aynes anthology is on uh, the quick elevator picture that be is it, it involves the family called the, the surname of ions throughout a thousand year period of dealing with the supernatural and the monsters of the world. the so things that go bump in the night and the story revolves around the characters within the family, but they're not necessarily monster stories or they're not necessarily good and evil stories because anyone in the timeframe could have been good or evil. And the whole family is not good. The whole family is not evil. They could be the monsters. They could be the heroes. They could be, you know, Non, they, could, they could not care about the whole thing and just be a background character. But the whole story as a whole, which is four books long, tells one overarching story with you know some recurring characters. And each individual book, which is you know one, two, three, four, tells their own story. Each one of those broken up into about anywhere from eight to ten sub stories that are placed throughout time. And there's certain themes and characters and elements that, that weave in throughout, weave in and out of the stories. And it's told by myself and a bunch of you know, Kenner wrote a story, and I have a bunch of other writers in there that have written stories and drawn stories with me. And it's all based upon this overarching story that starts and basically we released my story. What's that?
0: We released my story. Yeah. Your,
1: your story was released uh, as a Christmas story. Over the holidays. Yeah. Over the holidays. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really good. And, um, but it, it, you know, it tells a story for a thousand years and then it goes, it's not like a thousand years from today back. It, it goes into the future. So there's some stories that take place, you know, 20, 30, a hundred years in the future and kind of tell like that monster story into the sci-fi world because we go, we go forward in time too. And it, it's, it's going to be cool. I, I had the first issue or the first book read by a couple of people that I don't know. And, um, the reader response back from it so far has been pretty positive.
2: Yeah. I have yeah. been very excited about this project for a long time. I was just giving you shit. I kind of knew it had been delayed <laughs> by the printer, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that the the concept is Epic. I'm glad to see that it's, it's not dead. It's just kind of in in limbo waiting for the, the printing madness to, uh, to be squared away. But I did want to ask you though, about one element of that, which is you had talked about having like a music, like a soundtrack for this project. Is that still going to happen?
1: It is happening. Yep. So the first book has a soundtrack there. There is a, a, there is a, uh, a song that correlates to every single story. Um, Some of the bands that contributed songs are people you sent my way, which is awesome. They sent some great songs over. And uh, so every, the first 10 stories all have songs that correlate to them. And then we're still working on like, you know, the songs for book two and book three. Uh, But yeah, there's going to be a soundtrack for all four books. So there'll be a total of, you know, however many stories end up taking place in all four books, there'll be one song that represents kind of like the feel of that story.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I absolutely love that. It's totally different. I think when you think about comics and music and sometimes when you read, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I read a a book or a comic or, or something in my head, I will hear music that I think would go with it because I'm a musician. And so my brain automatically gears towards what is the soundtrack for what I'm reading. So I'm really interested to see how that physically comes into play. And I'm really stoked that you're able to use some of the folks that, uh, that I sent your way. So, and you know, honestly, I'm super stoked that, that Kendrick became a part of the project as well. So, and I assume that we're going to see this on the spoiler verse when it actually is oh, ready yeah. to, to hit.
0: Oh yeah. It, it'll take over the part of verse when it hits. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You know, And we have a new project. I don't know if you've, if you listen to this uh, particular episode, it's called writers writer of the old West. And we've actually shortened it to just writer of the West. Uh, but the, the podcast episode is called writer of the old West. And we talk about a new project, a new comic book that we're working on together. And this will be the first one that Johnny and I really, really are working on together. And you can go there and you can listen to the whole concept of, and it, And what you're listening to is us coming up with the concept on the fly. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And now we've kind of talked about a little bit of stuff on the background and we're going to have another episode to move it along. And we're going to try to plan out as much of the book without giving certain twists and plots away um, on the podcast. So as we're building it, people can follow along with us.
2: That's a fucking really cool interactive concept. But I would be not doing my job if I didn't twist your arm just a little bit and say, give us a teaser then. What exactly is this project about? Give us a little something, something that the listeners can take back with them.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's I'll give you everything that we've already talked about. Yeah. So the whole concept is we want like we're both huge Jonah Hex fans. Okay. Right. Supernatural Old West. It's just in the bag. So good. It's a lot of fun. And we were like, God, there's just isn't enough in that world, you know. And we wanted something that was just a fun read. But then we started getting into, okay, how do we, you know, what is something that is unique? And we started going back and forth, and it was like, what if it's a a boy and his horse, you know? And it's almost like kung fu, where the boy is go- is traveling from town to town on his horse. And then it became, well, what if the horse is actually a, like a deity of some sort or a demon? And now, and the horse can, can mentally speak with the boy, you know? And the, 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 boy's course of action has been, the horse has been taking care of the boy since he was like three because a massacre happens and he loses his whole family and this horse finds him. And then it goes, okay, well, what if we make it more like a native American girl And there's more of an, like, and when I I say intimate, I don't mean a sexual relationship, but like an intimate relationship of more of a deeper meaning, a deeper feeling towards the girl and this horse. And then what if the horse is now is is manipulating her in some way to get, to find certain things out in space and time. So it's constantly evolving. So it's constantly, yeah. the, The story is constantly evolving at this point. Then it became, okay, so what if the horse is searching for a particular soul? and that this girl is the reincarnation of the soul that this horse has always been looking for.
1: And that gives us the, the ability to do flashbacks to like other souls that has happened with and opens up yeah. the storytelling aspect of, of, you know, being able to tell, uh, you know, this, this horse has been at this for a while.
0: Yeah. And then you don't know at the, you know, why we're going on in the, in the graph, we don't know if it's gonna be a graphic novel or a mini series or what, I, I think we're kind of leaning towards more of a graphic novel yeah. at this point. Yeah. But, uh, you don't know if the horse is good, evil, or indifferent. You know, we just know that it had the, and, and we're just saying horse because that's the that's the physical embodiment of what you're seeing. The now.
2: manifestation, but, yeah, right.
0: the manifestation, yeah. And then when we get off air, I'll tell you where where we what we've talked about, where that might have came from. Ah. Yeah, the,
1: the whole story is going to be it, it's it's. Super epic. We have a one note with notes on that I took because when I edited the episode down, I took all the notes, all the good stuff we talked about, made it out there. we've talked about it multiple times since then. And we are definitely due to do a follow up episode to go into more detail. And it's probably something that's yeah. probably something that's not really going to take full form more until 2021 to next year. Uh, but yeah, but it's it's going to be fucking epic.
2: It's not yeah. going to take place in Enumclaw, is it? Because we all know what happened in Enumclaw. Which <laughs> in there will Canada. be no Mr.
1: Hands in the story, I promise you.
2: <laughs> right. No No perforated anus. Oh, right. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Sorry, Enumclaw, but you are now forever known for that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's
0: too weird it was on the books as being against the law. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And really, that was only like barely 20 years ago, right? Uh,
2: yeah, it was one. less than that. Is two thousand oh early, so early
1: 2000s. Cause I, was, I was out of high school when it happened. Oh, man. So weird.
2: Yeah, that's just crazy. I don't know. The, the whole situation was was nuts. For those of you that want to know what I'm talking about, there was a bestiality farm at claw, and this dude died because he let a horse fuck him in the ass and it perforated his colon, and then some dude dropped him off at the hospital and fucking took off, and it was a whole big mess. And after the dude died... That's when they said, maybe we should make this illegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, technically, it wasn't illegal up until this dude died from having his colon perforated by a horse in Washington state. But there I mean, you really, go. So
1: you shouldn't have to say it's illegal. You just should I mean, that's common sense to say, don't fuck a horse. Just don't but, fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But that's not what your comic is about. No, 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 no. it's not no. at all. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to read it now. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> like, I get it, I, I get it, I get it, you know. Yeah, well, you know, you it, is it, it is what it is. you're so, going to uh, love it. <laughs> so that's, that's the next thing coming out from you guys in terms of the spoiler-verse. But what can we expect to see from some of the people in the spoiler-verse coming out here sometime soon?
0: Well, you have the Sarah K. Files. So if you like the strange, the unusual, the paranormal, she goes in and finds unique stories and does a deep dive on those stories. And then writes a whole article about him, and and they're wonderful. And I would suggest going in there. Uh, like I said, with Jay Roach, uh, he's like the second coming of American Splendor. When you go through all of his daily life stuff, I mean, he had a nice article about the, his lunch he had. And then he, for some reason, he keeps trying to tell people to send me dick pics <laughs> well, all uh, the time. Like every pose ends. All with... the time, but I haven't I haven't gotten any, so I, I don't know what's up with these guys. <laughs> it's soon uh, soon you it's just got happen. a bunch yeah. of Jays.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Polygon Warriors is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that's going to be our video game show, where lots of content coming out on new video games, consoles. The first episode drops here Sunday. Yeah, the, I think yeah, it is. The pilot
1: episode will drop on the Splitter Country feed with us talking to Colton about it pre, you know, prior to the show airing, and we play about the first 35, 40 minutes of the episode of the first episode, yeah. and then uh, launching probably a week or two later will be the actual its actual show in its own feed with with Colton. Yeah, and, and, and they're talking on.
0: about. Yeah, and that first episode is going to talk about the eighth generation of consoles. Yeah. Uh, So that's a show that Mike should probably jump on because being that he stopped for games for quite a few years. I did
2: stop for games for quite a few years. I would love to take part in that conversation because I've got some pretty strong opinions uh, that I want to interject. But of course, there's a lot of factual information and just some cool stuff that people want to know what's going on. I've got my eyes peeled pretty tight on what's coming out with this nice. gen. So
0: we should definitely, I think you get along with those guys too. Yeah, yeah. And then of course uh, shooting the Sith with Robert Slavinsky. Uh, that's all your star Wars news. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he comes out with not only does he have the podcast, but he writes articles all the time, all around. If it says star Wars on that article or has nothing to do with star Wars, it's probably from Robert Slavinsky and you know, anytime there's new products, no products or new projects or new news coming out, then he'll produce a podcast episode to talk about. And it. an exclusive and so drop
2: there. I myself am gonna be a guest on Mr. Slavinsky's podcast here in the next couple of days. So Nice. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna go chat with him about all things uh, Star Wars. And it'll be really cool because I'm kind of that old school fan and not really caught up on on too much of the new stuff. Like I'm that one guy that hasn't seen Mandalorian yet because I don't have fucking Disney Plus because I fucking hate (laughs) Disney. But (laughs) there again, I'm watching Star Wars, which is Disney, so I don't you know I don't know where to go with that. But uh, yes, shooting (laughs) the Mandalorian's awesome. Yeah, shooting the Sith. uh, I'm really looking forward to that. So what else we got going on?
0: We got bridging the geekdom where Slavinsky and uh, Colton Bird are bringing back their old show. And it's going to be a lot of fun where they're truly trying to bridge all of those geek style, geek projects,
2: geeky things that we all love in within pop culture. Oh, super awesome. I don't know, guys. I'm just, I'm super excited about everything to do with what you've put together. There's more. There is more.
1: There's a lot more. We, yeah. we can't
2: get into it all today. It's just it'd be- <laughs> well, well, One
0: of the best shows on the network, though, is a music show. Yeah, oh, my God. Hosted by the great Mike Peacock, and that's Misery Point Radio. Misery Which-
2: Point Radio. And I know that a lot of people are like, why are you on a network with a bunch of comic book and kind of pop culture-y stuff? I think it's super awesome. It adds an air of diversity to the content.
0: Well, the, one of the things that we want to do is we don't want to limit who can have a show – within the spoiler verse yeah it doesn't have to revolve around pop pop culture it does not have to be even slightly geeky uh it can be nerdy yeah <laughs> but honestly if someone has a news show and they want it and they want us to to help them promote that hey that'd be great you know we don't really want to lean towards any one political section sure you, you know because we want people to come to spoiler verse and not have those reservations you want it to be or,
2: entertaining you don't want to get people yeah. all fucking riled up
0: yeah but if you're a comedian and you want to come on and have you know you got an idea for a show we we we'd entertain all of that kind yeah. of stuff we're not here to pick and choose and be elitist in any stretch of the imagination
2: oh yeah no it's the this uh, i'd say what this spoiler verse is fucking cool and all the stuff that, that uh, you guys are doing is awesome. I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm excited to be able to share more stuff with you guys uh, this year as I'm finally on a weekly schedule, releasing weekly now, which I've been striving to do for a couple of years. So i uh, got a lot of cool people getting lined up to come on as well. So there will be a lot of cool guests that, that uh, fans of music uh, will get to hear as well as some, some other kind of artistic Guests coming down the road as well, so there's a lot of cool things happening as well for me.
1: That's cool. I That's love your awesome. show, Mike. I just want to tell you that I, I love Misery Print Radio. It's always such a good time.
0: Yeah, it's a great show.
2: Oh, I I, I miss On the Edge too. Yeah. yeah, you know, On the Edge. I, I it just it, it kind of went a direction, and I finally just I didn't know where to go with it. But you know, here's something funny. About two months ago, I recorded two episodes and I said I'm just going to sneak them in just fucking publish them not tell anybody about it not not advertise it not do any posting about it and just see if anybody still notices it and then I just forgot to do it <laughs> so <laughs> so there's they're sitting there and uh, of course now I for those of you who are not familiar with on the edge um, it was a pretty not safe for work kind of a, a topic. I mean it's it's pretty vulgar, F bombs flying and crazy, you know, topics being talked about sometimes and, oh, yeah. and lots of lots of rants from the yours dude, truly, which is what I became dolls. known for. And now that I work in the corporate environment and I do podcasts for clients and I have to be really careful about what I say. So I'm kind of torn between releasing it and knowing for a fact that a lot of these potential clients are Googling my name to find out what I'm all about and uh which is a thing that people do and uh unfortunately well, we should, i i've i've been googled
1: you <laughs> should change the name of the show to on the edge with pike Meacock.
2: yeah exactly i, sh- I just pike changed Meacock. the name of it so yeah with pike Meacock. <laughs> so i don't know i'm not gonna say that on the edge is dead it's it's been it's been right. in slumber it's on hiatus it's Adult been on hiatus support. yeah yeah it's yeah that's a good way to look at it it's uh it's got basically a one plug left in it, but um, I don't know. At some point, I'll sneak it in. I'll bring it back. There is content that's recorded. There is stuff that I could put out, and I guess I'm just waiting for that cosmic moment where somebody says, "Just press the button, dude. Just just make it happen." And and uh, so it'll it'll happen at some point. But uh, how's that for a nice. tangent of tangents? I like it. I
0: love it. Yeah, I love it. You know, those are their most Requested episodes. You
2: haven't done one in a while. Actually, we did
0: one. Just actually, actually we, we just PCop. did one.
1: We recorded one, and it comes out in a few weeks.
0: What? Yeah.
1: And it's and yep. it's a doozy. It's a good one.
0: The, the problem is, is that we tried doing two tangents, tangents before that one, <laughs> and we kept sticking on one subject. Yeah, and that's not a tangent. And so, because we I'd ask a question. And then we just, before we realized, we're like,
2: we didn't talk about anything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: That's how Rider of the West came. That was supposed to be a tangent episode and it failed as <laughs> being a oh. tangent.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I could be wrong. I've heard a rumor. You can confirm or deny it. And if you deny it, then I will edit this part out. Is there a big piece of news that you want to drop today?
1: Well, I think so, but I'm going to have Kenrick check his Facebook to see if he wants to drop it as well. So check your Facebook message, Kenrick, and see if you want to drop this show. News.
2: This is a live in development right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Waiting. This. Oh, Yeah.
1: Oh. Hard agree. Hard agree. Yes, let's hard agree to announce this. Kenrick, why don't you go ahead and do the honors?
2: Exclusive drop, Misery Point Radio, from John Kenrick, from the Spoilerverse. What's going on? So the the, the
0: Spoilerverse is proud to announce the inclusion of one Mr. Andrew Sumner as his own show is launching soon, called Hard Agree. Fuck.
1: Now, those of you out there who don't know who Mr. Sumner is or who Andrew Sumner is or Sumner, whichever name I you want to call him. I have goosebumps,
2: just so you know. Like, I literally, <laughs> I literally, like, the hairs are standing up. That's exciting as hell. That's awesome. Yeah, it, that's it crazy. Exciting. Andrew okay, Sumner so anyways, is. I interrupted Andrew you. Andrew Sumner Go ahead. is a
1: man to be reckoned with. He is. Yeah. He is currently he's the EVP of Titan Merchandising over in London. Uh, if you just look at his Wikipedia page or his IMDb page, you'll see all the stuff he's done. He's been the publisher of different men's magazines, publisher of different Book houses. He's he'd worked with licensing deals. He's had a TV show on TMC.
0: He's worked in as it was it Rock and Roll magazine and yep. out of the UK. Yep,
1: he worked for Speakeasy, Enemy, Vox, Total Film, Uncut, all these great. Hosted his own TV. He's show. been
2: on your show like four hundred
1: times. Exactly. He's a friend of the show. He's a friend yeah. of ours. He's a close friend of Karen and I's. Sometimes we get on Zoom and just talk and hang out because he's in London and we're here. But he came to us after all these shows we did with him. We was like, "Hey guys, I got an idea and I want to do it with you guys." And we we're like, we were so excited. To be working with Sumner yeah. on this, and it's it's called Hard to Agree with Sumner. It's launching the first episode will be later this year. I won't tell you on air what the first episode's about, but I'll tell you off air what it's about, and
2: you'll be excited. Oh, see, yeah. I get to hear it, it, and you motherfuckers don't. Yep.
0: <laughs> Sumner has we met Sumner at a San Diego Comic-Con in 2017. Uh, he told this we we got lucky because we had what, two episodes, and the owner of Mill Creek said, Hey, I have tickets. I'll be love to sponsor you guys to San Diego comic-con. I won't pay for you guys to go down there, but I'll give you the tickets to get in. I'll give you tickets for the, the, uh, store, the luncheon, luncheon,
1: diamond retail luncheon.
0: Yeah. The retail luncheon, the diamond retail luncheon. And I'll give you the tickets for the image dinner. The, the and we're like, boundary, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, we go and we get into the the spoiler com- or we get into San Diego Comic Con. We get to the retail luncheon, which is hosted by Diamond. Diamond is the big comic book distributor, so all your comic book stores go through Diamond to get their books to their store, right? And so they host this huge luncheon at San Diego Comic Con, and Marvel comes up, and DC comes up, and all these different publishers come up and talk to you about why you need to buy more of their stuff. But sure, right. Andrew comes, up, yeah, gets up, and he works for Titan which was out of London, and they do a lot of Doctor Who, and they do a lot of other comic books. They, have, they do a lot of licensing. They do Mike Hammer, which is awesome. And Andrew is the – actually, he's the executive VP of merchandise. So all your T-shirts, all those little vinyl uh pop figures, yeah. that they have. Not the pop figures, because they do vinyl figures, but sh- kind of in the same vein. Blind box figures and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, mm. so he does stuff like that. But he tells this wonderful story. He was the best – presenter of this hour and a half lunch. It was the best. It and he was tells us, yeah, he, he tells this wonderful story of singing wonder woman on the plane, getting other people to sing with him. It was hilarious. And so we, we Johnny's like, we got to talk to this guy. So we went to their booth in the main floor and he like, oh yeah, we just told him how much we really loved. We loved his story, loved what he was going on. And he's like, oh, thanks gents. And we just started talking and then we're like, well, do you mind us interviewing right now for, you know, 10 minutes. He's like, sure. And we started talking and then we, we went back and forth. We gave each other our contact information. And then when he came to Seattle, he reached out and man, we, we sat down and we, we, we went, we found this old bar and old, the Seattle. old, the old like the pub. I remember the pictures. Yeah. The Pioneer
1: saloon. Yeah. Pioneer saloon. Was-
0: yep. Yeah. Pioneer saloon, which is like a hundred years old. It was awesome. And uh, kind of like me, it was dirt road. When they opened up in front of them, it was all dirt road still. And, you know, we, from there, we we just kept talking with them, and, and we just loved hanging out with them. And he became a mentor, like legit mentor, because he's gone through so many different businesses and all the different things, and publications, and having his own TV show on Turner Classic Movies, and doing all this stuff. We're just like, you know, how can we not? And so every time he comes to town, he calls us up, and we go and we have drinks, and we do a show, and you know, I mean, we you know we record a podcast, and. Man, when he said, I want to do this with you guys, I've been working with you guys now for a couple of years. I know how professional you guys are. I know the type of stuff you guys put out. And every time I do a show with you guys, I get a lot of amazing feedback. And he goes, I just want to do this. Yeah. And we're like, man, let's do it. That's yeah.
1: fucking and awesome.
0: I, I'm so excited. It's
1: so awesome. And I, I, I got to correct your story there just a little bit, only because it's it's, it's I think it's relevant to our, our relationship with Sumner. Uh, 2017 comic-con we talked to him at the booth we didn't actually record with him until 2018 because we went back to the back to the realtor at luncheon again and we're like oh it's the titan guys again we had talked to him at 2017 and then we talked to him again in 2018 he's like oh and he, he remembered us from the year before because we talked to him forever and that's when we recorded with him and he he retold that story uh in 2018 and it was like after that comic-con in 2018 we it was like gangbushes we, we recorded with him again in seattle the pioneer club like two weeks yep. later or something like that and then kept recording more and more with him it was just awesome because we go back the next year and he remembered us and it was like, we, this, this should have been happening the whole time.
2: And is that yeah. him that, he's gonna, that does your, uh, this is spoiler country. Is. is that him? No. No.
0: So there's a new one. Yep. The old one was, was a guy out of Australia, one of Johnny's friends. He's a Great guy. And he really, you know, he did a great job on it. We just wanted something a little different because we've had, we've been using that one for a long time. Right. And so the new one that's just, we've only been using it for like a month.
2: Is is Andrew. that's him. Okay, cool. So two different yeah. two different guys. Yeah, he has the one that goes, citizens
1: of earth, I implore you, or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah.
2: Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, that is fantastic news. That's really exciting. Congratulations on that. I look forward to hearing more about that show coming out. Definitely look forward to seeing more about your upcoming not Enum Claw horse sex comic project. And also whatever else you guys got coming on, tell everybody out there in podcast land, where can they find you on social media? How do they get in touch with you? How do they check out what you're all about?
1: Okay. So I'll go first. So for, if you want to find me specifically, uh, just search for Y2CL anywhere on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever it's where you'll find me is Y2CL. If you want to find the podcast spoiler country, just on, on on Instagram, it's just at Spoiler Country. On Twitter, it's at Spoiler Underscore Country. And on Facebook, it's just search for the Spoiler Country, the page there. If you want to do Spoilerverse, just do at Spoilerverse on any of the platforms, and you'll find the whole Spoilerverse as a whole there. And you can go to Spoilerverse.com, which will have our podcast, you know, Mike's podcast, all the other podcasts we talked about, and more coming out. Seemingly like every couple of days, we seem to have someone wanting to do a new show with us.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have the Gunslingers.
1: Yeah, we have Narrative Gunslingers with Travis Webb and Greg Smith that has launched. And we've got uh, two or three more that are in the works about launching on our network here in the next month or so. So it's it's exciting times right now.
0: Yeah. And if you want to get a hold of me, I keep my Facebook locked down. <laughs> so I don't go that way. But if you want to get on me with, on Twitter, you can, I'm just at X-K-E-N-R-I-C-X. So X Kenrick X. Awesome.
1: And he doesn't use Instagram, so don't, don't try there.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm too old for Instagram. <laughs>
0: I don't get it. I was like, I was like, I don't want
2: to post a fucking picture. <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody wants to look at you anyway. Oh, exactly. I do. Oh, I, I do. heart you. That's I heart right. you. Yeah. So, guys, this has I been all right. absolutely awesome. I just, I, I, I'm super excited to be a part of of this whole project with you, and genuinely excited for for everything that's uh, getting ready to hit the market. So. Uh guys check out the spoilerverse check them out on the book of faces but check them out on are we still on scpod.net for now or are we going spoilerverse.com.net
0: or you can do spoilerverse.com either one or or. hop
2: on that website check out all the cool shows that are on there read all the super badass articles reach out to all the artists and writers and I promise you that you'll get responses they're very interactive they're very appreciative for the engagement yeah leave the comments and uh, you know who knows maybe one of your comments will show up on a page somewhere so uh, guys thank you so much and uh, we'll be talking to you again real soon Thanks. Hey, thanks for having us. man. appreciate it. And of course, thanks to all of you for sticking around for that conversation. It's really cool for me to be able to support those who support me and honestly just catch up with some old friends. Remember that Misery Point Radio is not just about the music. While that's a huge part of who I am and what we do here, it's really about sharing the awesomeness of all kinds of art and creativity. And right now, with all this mind-numbing craziness in the world, it's more important than ever To focus on the positive and enjoy those artistic endeavors so check out spoiler country subscribe to the show and stop by spoilerverse.com and do me a favor if you like what i'm doing please follow the show on all the social media sites the book of faces the instagrams the tweety place and even on youtube yes there is a youtube channel and while i admit right now there's not much on there except for these static videos of the episodes themselves coming soon This year, when the studio renovation is complete, we'll be doing live video interviews and awesome segments shot right there in the studio. So subscribe to the show now. That way you'll be ready for the awesomeness when it hits. As always, thanks for hanging out with me in the wasteland and I'll talk to you next week on Misery Point Radio.